Roland Innes stood perfectly still in the shadows of the deep glade. He had seen a hint of movement out of the corner of his eye, and knew not if it signalled danger or opportunity. All around him the wood was silent, but for the faraway screech of a crow announcing dawn in the mist-covered valley below. In these foothills dirty grey snow still clung to the low places, long past the time for the spring thaw. The boy was taller than most of his age and sturdily built, though painfully thin. His dark hair hung loose, almost to his shoulders, and brushed against cheeks that had grown hollow during the long winter of famine. He had risen long before dawn, when the stars still hung bright in the sky, and had followed paths he knew well far down the mountain's flank in search of game. He was much nearer the lowlands than his father would have allowed, but this dawn he hunted alone. The valley below and these mountains were the property of the Earl of Derby, Far beyond where his eye could see was rich farmland where green shoots were just beginning to show through the dark soil, in the high hills and moors where he and his Danish kin had been driven by the Normans generations ago. The ground was rocky and poor, and food scarce in the best of times. And these were not the best of times. The autumn harvest had been a disaster, and the winter had been long and snow-bound. Old men said it was the cruelest in memory. Long before spring, food had grown scarce, and starvation stalked the farmsteads on the high flanks of the Pennines. The winter had taken his mother, weakened by hunger and racked with fever, and the early snows had driven deer to seek shelter and forage at lower elevations. The late spring had kept them there. In another month, they would be moving up the valleys and into the highlands where it would be safe to hunt them without fear of offending the earl. He thought of his younger brother and sister, just now able to walk. They had cried in the night, their bellies empty. They could not wait another month. Poaching on the earl's land was a flogging offence, but the boy knew the thing he held lightly in his left hand made the stakes deadlier. It was a longbow. If he were caught with this weapon by the Normans, he would not be flogged. He would be hung. The bow was slightly longer than the boy was tall and rough in appearance. For all its lack of beauty, it was the most lethal weapon in all the world. It could propel a shaft with a bodkin arrowhead, two hundred yards and pierce chainmail, or even plate armour at closer range. The Danes had brought the weapon with them in their Viking longboats, and had carved out a kingdom with it in a new land. 